we come out into the world, we're, we're brought into all these ideas of what's the right way to live, what's the wrong way to live, what's the right yeah. way to be or look or feel mm-hmm. that those people that don't fit into those boxes get shut out, ex- excluded, marginalized, and treated as if they don't matter. And allyship is necessary because those people do matter. Soft petals and strong thorns. We're here for the rose conversations wanted and needed in our network of beautifully educated, enlightening, and empowering sisters of Hermandad de Sigma Iota Alpha Incoprada. My name is Gina Marie Rosado, and this is Sia Chats. Hello again, folks. We are here today with another very special guest. I think I'm going to say that with every episode because every (laughs) Edmana that I have here is going to be very special in their own ways. And I'm very happy and excited to have all of them with me. So today we have Alexandra Miranda with us. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. It's the morning. I'm Really pumped to be here with you guys on CHF. So who is Alexandra, or Alex for short, as you like to be called? Alexandra is Edmana Miyuki. Alexandra crossed fall 2015 from Southern Connecticut State University Colony. And I am 24 years old. I have a bachelor's degree in psychology. I concentrated in Mm -hmm. mental health. Mm-hmm. And I'm currently a graduate student in a marriage and family therapy program. Oh, nice. So, you know, mental health and just thinking systemically about mm-hmm. people's issues and how mm-hmm. we all fit into this world. That's all very important right. to me. Yeah. And I can see that within your passion of creating this initiative and, of course, wanting to have a platform for these types of really crucial topics. So thank you for that. Um, We are talking about the LGBTQIA plus initiative that you are actually the lead of, right? Yes, the creator, it's my brainchild. (laughs) Oh, okay. Um, And we're talking about allyship, how to be an ally within this community. So could you tell me a little bit uh, about this initiative? What kind of work have you been doing? What's been going on? So with the LGBTQIA plus initiative, um, I created it back in 2018. And it's been a bit of a struggle, but it's been very fun to do it with the Admanas that I've been working with. So our focus is to recruit sisters in that community to speak about their issues. And it's very important to us, especially as sorority women, this topic usually isn't discussed so much in single sex organizations because it's kind of considered that to be cisgendered and straight is the default. So we're having a lot of good conversations with people on this topic. So I have here the definition of allyship and what it says in the dictionary. So according to the 
Merriam-Webster dictionary, it defines it as the state or condition of being an ally, supportive association with another person or group, such association with the members of a marginalized or mistreated group to which one does not belong. And then I also took it a step further. Um, I got the definition from Wikipedia as it defines it as the practice of emphasizing social justice, inclusion, and human rights by members of an in-group to advance the interests of an oppressed or marginalized out-group. And I know Wikipedia is not the most credible <laughs> source, but I found that this definition was a lot more specific than the Merriam-Webster one. And I felt like it was appropriate for this conversation. And I, I personally liked this definition more. <laughs> well, actually, you know, Wikipedia has to be cited by very credible sources. So Wikipedia can actually be a very good source, especially when you look down at the citations. And I'm looking okay. at the- Yeah, that's, um, that's true. I'm looking at the definition myself and it actually mm -hmm. got it from um, Tulane, edu and that's got retrieved in 2020 so it's very recent definition okay which okay is very good yeah. and actually i appreciate the wikipedia definition of it because mm -hmm. it's very specific to what we're trying to do as allies but it can uh -huh. also be very broad in the sense of not picking a particular group to yes, be an ally yeah. for yeah how do you feel like it comes in to our current climate as well as the initiative that you are doing? As far as its relevance to our current climate, um, I'm sure that you've seen for quite a few years now, especially ever since Black Lives Matter was formed, you know, mm -hmm. the term woke coming into common parlance. Yeah. It's, it's really something quite beautiful in our current time that people want to be more aware of social issues, social justice, the ways that we live that affect other people in particular ways that not all of us experience. Some of us experience this life more poorly than others. Right. And as far as the LGBTQIA plus initiative goes, that's something that we very much want to focus on is mm -hmm. how are these people treated in society and that can fall in just everyday life, but just in every arena, how are we treated by our friends, our family, our schools, mm -hmm. our jobs, our coworkers, where we right. work, where we live. A lot of that can be normalized. A lot of hatred and discontent yeah. can be normalized towards certain mm -hmm. groups our society mm -hmm. and being an ally is someone who fights against that and tries to work to denormalize right. those things yeah because a lot of that hatred is embedded within the systems that we have in this in society so it is a beautiful thing because more people are kind of realizing what it has on marginalized groups, underrepresented groups. Um, so it is very beautiful. I know personally for myself, this year specifically, 
I feel like I was doing more research and I was doing more to try to be more aware of these type of really crucial topics surrounding me that are around me in everyday life that I might not have noticed a year ago, you know? So why do you feel like allies or the allyship is necessary in this space? Allyship is absolutely necessary because believe it or not and recognize it or not we all live in societies that are shaped by certain things mm-hmm. in in our culture in the way we're raised and the things that mm-hmm. we're taught things that are put in place before we're even born that when we come out into the world we're, we're brought into all these ideas of what's the right way to live what's the wrong way to live what's the right way to be or look or feel Mm -hmm. that those people that don't fit into those boxes get shut out excluded marginalized and treated as if they don't matter and allyship is necessary because those people do matter a lot of Of people that we don't think about every day so like when we say black lives matter mm-hmm. it's because in certain areas and hey maybe in all areas of life and in our society especially in the united states of america yeah. black people are not included or yeah. represented properly yeah i think that's a really great point that you made um i know for me i've actually had a lot of personal reflection sometimes i sit and i think about the fact that all these systems all the beliefs that we have it's all human made it's made by you and me right just a hundred years ago thousand years ago whatever the case may be so it's really interesting to think about these are the beliefs and the customs and the traditions that now we are being brought up with yet we're just told by another human being that this is how it's supposed to be so it's a really interesting uh concept i feel like to think about and to grasp in your in your mind when you really think about it so it's really important to break away from that to have that self-reflection and think about is this how I really want to portray myself as a human and maybe starting uh, your own beliefs, your own customs, your own traditions based off of what you truly feel instead of what your ancestors or the systems that were in place before you even thought of had for you already. Um, I was doing some research beforehand on a website called Guide to Allyship, which I know that you're familiar with. You said that you use this as a resource, right? Yes, it's very easy to understand for beginners. Yeah, I was looking at it and I was like, this is very straight to the point. They have it nicely, nicely guided for you. There was a section, how to handle mistakes. And this section specifically caught my attention because what they do here is they speak about common responses 
that could be problematic in the in the essence of trying to be an ally what they do is use the the uh, instance of imagining your privilege as a heavy boot that keeps you from feeling when you're stepping on someone's feet or they're stepping on yours while the oppressed people only have sandals on if someone says out you're stepping on my toes how do you react so they list a couple different reactions that can be problematic on the instance of somebody says ouch you're stepping on my toes some of the common responses are centering yourself saying i can't believe you think i'm a toe stepper i'm a good person denial that the other's experiences are different from your own saying i don't mind when people step on my toes derailing the situation some people don't even have toes why aren't we talking about them instead refusal to center the impacted all toes matter tone policing i'd move my foot if you asked me more nicely denial that the problem is fixable toes getting stepped on is a fact of life you'll be better off when you accept that victim blaming you shouldn't have been walking around people with boots withdrawing i thought you wanted my help but i guess not i'll just go home so some those were the problematic responses in this sense so in reality even if that's the most natural way for you to react taking a step back and trying to respond in maybe these type of ways centering the impacted saying are you okay listening to their response and learning from what they're saying apologizing for the impact you had even though you didn't intend it saying i'm sorry you can stop in that second and in that moment and actually move your foot or you can stop the pattern be careful where you step in the future so when it comes to oppression we want to actually change the footwear to get rid of privilege and oppression but this metaphor can only stretch so far <laughs> so i feel like that was a really good resource to read through and see how they turned this bigger situation into kind of an everyday situation to make it more relatable. How do you feel like this plays into being an ally or what are kind of some do's and don'ts? And I know this it might seem very common sense, but I want to emphasize and respect folks who may not necessarily know how to be the best ally or um they want to be a little more effective in their allyship so you know i really do think that this section for how to handle mistakes is a very good metaphor to use when talking about how we can unintentionally hurt people not mean it but we can double down mm -hmm. and do right. worse than when we started right like kicking them while they're down because you didn't even realize that 
they were down in the first place. Right. And a lot of these examples are very good. Some, this list is amazing to me because I've seen a lot of these lists before that only list a few and this is a lot better. Yeah, I really enjoyed reading through it. And I feel like these different ways of approaching a situation is not only in this situation, like this is applied to everyday life outside of being an ally. So I really appreciated this list. And, you know, I think that if you pay attention to the pattern of the problematic responses, you'll see how a lot of it is, for one, a denial of the harm that is caused. And a lot of it is just an acceptance of how messed up our society can be. Like, so for example, Mm -hmm. when when they say, oh, toes getting stepped on is a fact of life and you'll be better off when you accept that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the same as like when people say, hey, we live in a dog eat dog world, you know, you just right. gotta you just gotta deal with it. Just, exactly. Just take the hits. You know, we, we accept these types of things as a fact of life instead of moving toward the mindset of, well, how can we change that to make life better for everybody? Right. So I would say, you know, as far as becoming an ally to any community, the first Mm -hmm. thing that you really have to do is unpack the the preconceived notions that you have and live Mm -hmm. by you know you really have to do some work to examine the beliefs that you have and that's kind of hard because it's it's stuff that's just so ingrained in us we think that it's like we're just born this way believing these things but we're not yeah yeah it's like we feel like it's embedded in us and it's really a task to sit down and think about and try to dissect the thoughts that we have and trying to realize why we have these thoughts. It's really a task and it it is a challenge, but it's definitely worthwhile. And just the process of unpacking can be a very uncomfortable, painful process. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as an example, you know, I've had people, admanas, friends, Mm -hmm. ask me the same question, Alex, how do I be a better ally? How, Mm -hmm. How do I support X, Y, and Z community better? And these are people who haven't done the work to unpack they haven't considered any of those things and it's like whoa 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 you're you're trying to paint a picasso but you haven't even taken out your tools yet okay (laughs) (laughs) i love that you know i feel that people see in the media how much they want to speed up and get on the bandwagon right but this is actually a very personal process to go to yeah it's very it's very slow you have to run your own race but Mm -hmm. I think that as long as you're trying constantly Mm -hmm. to to question yourself question Mm -hmm. other people Mm -hmm. and allyship is just not meant to be comfortable so the first step in being an ally is to look within look within un unpack 
you know, and then after you've unpacked all of these beliefs that you were brought up with, now it's time to unlearn them, so to speak. Mm -hmm. That's something mm -hmm. that we say a lot. Yeah. Unlearn those things. And I know that that might sound bad or it might sound like, well, what did I get an education for? Right. But I think unlearning is about being aware of what you have been taught and the ways that it affects the way we live mm -hmm. and to consider other lines of thinking. Mm -hmm. Definitely. So of course, when it comes to being an ally, of course, it's not just a, a one lane road. So we are talking about all sections per se. So we want to talk about intersectionality and not only being an ally for one group of people or in one sense regarding either race or socioeconomic status or whatnot. So what are your thoughts on intersectionality within the topic? So within the topic of allyship, intersectionality, at least for me, is inextricable. I see intersectionality as a way of understanding the nuances of human life. Now, intersectionality is a concept coming from a great scholar, Kimberly Crenshaw, mm -hmm. and she's a Black woman. Mm -hmm. So this is someone <laughs> who understands that being a Black person and experiencing the Black struggle, so to speak, is mm -hmm. impacted by her womanhood. Mm -hmm. We experience certain marginalizations and certain privileges in a nuanced way. All of those identities cross at a particular point and we stand mm -hmm. at that that middle point right so for example you and I are both Latinas mm -hmm. but me being black as well I mm -hmm. experience Latinidad in a different way than you do yeah and that that's just one example that is impacted by you know our race it, it's impacted by like you said our socioeconomic status it's you know whether we are man or woman or cisgender mm -hmm. or trans it's mm -hmm. affected by whether we were born in this country or whether we're immigrants all of those things affect each other and it affects the way other people see us and treat us yeah because at the end of the day one person is so complex as a human we are so complex and we have so many different threads of us like like you said it's not just our race our sex, um, what our beliefs are, our heritages, and all that. So everything comes into play when we have that moment of self-reflection and we have to think about all these different avenues of ourselves even before we can go ahead and try to think about all these different aspects to everyone else in the world. So right. I know you're working on a project about intersectionality, right? Absolutely. Um, I am creating a full length course that goes over 
all of these different groups like race, sex, and gender, sexuality, class, you name it, and the isms mm -hmm. that go with it. So, yeah. you know, I really think that a lot of us, whether we get it from our organizations, our jobs, or schools, we get a lot of basic one-on-one information about mm -hmm. these things, but we're kind of left to go Google it yourself and there right. is no formal guidance. So that's uh -huh. my purpose for creating the course is to have the people, especially that are affected by those systems of oppression, mm -hmm. speak for themselves about how they're affected. That sounds awesome. Um, do you have any other information for anybody who is interested in taking this course? Is this only for sisters? Are we going, is this a public course that you're doing? So right now as a test run, we're keeping it within SIA. And for any mm -hmm. admonas listening that want to take the course and be involved, I highly recommend you get in contact with me through my email, Miyuki, M-I-Y-U-K-I-F-15 at gmail.com. And let me know mm -hmm. if you're interested and we can keep it going because then we want to take this to NALFO, the National Association of Latino Fraternal Organizations. Okay. And hey, if it works out really well for us, we might take it public. Yeah, this is this topic needs to be more widespread. Like you said, we only kind of get that one-on-one experience. So taking that extra step. Thank you for taking that extra step. I'm really excited to see where this goes, this intersectionality course that you have. I've actually seen the syllabus for this, and it is brilliant to say the least. So I'm really excited to see it take off. And thank you, Alex, so much for joining me today, talking about allyship, this very important topic, especially in today's climate. So you have been an excellent guest with such great knowledge and expertise in this field. So thank you so much for joining me. It's been a pleasure. Hermandad de Sigma Iota Alpha Incorporada is a nonprofit Latin based sorority promoting cultural awareness, sisterhood, and excellence among women. SIA Chats is brought to you by the volunteers of the National Executive Board, Community Affairs Director, and Marketing Committee. For more information, please visit hermandaddesia.org or check out our Instagram at hermandaddesia.org.